what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. I'm with the band. Music and interviews you're going to like. Today on I'm with the band, we got local beat boy and drumming guru, Rick Klein. Hey, this is Chad Austin, and today on The Mesh, we have Rick Klein. Say hello, hello Rick. <laughs> good to be here. <laughs> it's good to have you here, Rick. Uh, Rick has been a staple in the music community for a long, long time, and I have been a fan of Rick's for a long time. I think what he does is phenomenal. He's a fantastic drummer and has played with some of the, uh, the better musicians in town. Well, I'm... You owe me for that. I'm flattered. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I've, I've been blessed to uh, get to play with a lot of great, great people, you know, as a side man. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's fun, but it's, it's a living, you know. Right. Well, let's, let's take it back to the beginning, where you got your start. Because I don't know this, so we were actually, I'm actually pulling you for information. Okay. Well, um, in the beginning, uh, I started out uh, on my dad's knee as he played drums. So uh, uh, that was basically, you know, how it all got started. But uh, I, I then went on to college to get uh, two degrees in uh, in music and uh, went on to teach lessons. I uh, found that that was my calling uh, and and invested all of myself into uh, hickory. Hickory being... Um, uh, growing and full of in you know talent every, everywhere you turn um, this is where I wanted to you know invest that and I started uh, a percussion program the Piedmont percussion program which mm-hmm. has grown up to 75 kids uh, are now in that program how long has that been around uh, that's been around for I think we're going on a 15 years 16 somewhere around there and uh, um but that's but that's one of several things that uh, I've gotten started uh, here here in town that has uh, been very successful. I'm proud to say. What now? You're also uh, into the steel drums. Yeah, under that umbrella of the percussion program, there are uh, three steel drum groups. Uh, one adult community group, which is the newest. Uh, group called Steel Groovin, Steel S T E E L, <laughs> and uh, another group called Pandemic. That's the high school kids mm-hmm. that's playing around town all the time now. Right, I'm familiar. And then one group that was sort of born out of that program is called Panjive, mm-hmm. which is my more pro group. Um, we do African drumming for right. uh, at risk teens and things like that. What um, makes it? What's different from? Western style drumming and African drumming. Uh, Western being United States Western, yes, like Western European. Um, uh, well, it um, that's a good question. That's <laughs> a that's a might be longer uh, answer than we have time for. Uh, Af- African drumming is much more connected to nature and uh, and religion. So a lot of their instruments, uh, we could get into th- some witchcraft there. Oh, wow. So they actually think that their the instruments come to life when they play them. Now we here enjoy music in a whole other way, right? Uh, so, uh, but the influences are significant, you know, to to our you know our 
development of our instruments and our development of rhythm and modern pop music. Hmm. So I was always curious about that because uh, I'm a Dave Matthews fan and he's from Africa. And yeah, South always, Africa. That's yeah, right. so I was always curious when they talk about his influences, what sounds different. Mm. I know he plays a little differently, but uh, he's uh, anyway. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's talk about some of your bands that you have that uh, are rock bands. Um, well, I'm in a couple different groups. One being uh, a a dance group called Baby Black. Also started the Hickory Jazz Orchestra, which is a big band mm-hmm. that does our annual Swinging Under the Stars, which will be here in Hickory on the last Sunday of this month, and that's an outdoor swing dance. But that is uh, an 18-piece big band, and it just one it's it's a very high quality group for um, a small town like like Hickory. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're really proud of that. We do the jazz on tap at the tap room. That's been going on for... I'm really glad that you do that. <laughs> I know I haven't been able to participate in that, but I am a, a closet jazz enthusiast. Well, that's we're celebrating 12 years running now uh, every Sunday night at Jazz on, ta- jazz on Tap at the old Hickory, Hickory Tap Room. Uh, it's been featured on PBS a couple times. Wow. And um, so that's, that's something for Hickory to be really proud of. That brings... Uh, jazz aficionados from all over, as well as uh, world-renowned jazz musicians have uh, have passed through here, and uh, that's just the, uh, the probably the most fun gig that I do, most rewarding. So. Right now, you've also been in some other acts over the years. One of which, uh, like uh, Defunca Brotherhood. Oh gosh, that's a name <laughs> from the past. Yeah, I know it. Um, uh, that was a lot of fun to watch you guys. That was that was a neat band, and a lot of the listeners who uh, are not familiar with that band, it was a very eclectic band to say the very least. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it, it was animated uh, was the word. Yes. word I would say. <laughs> yeah, it, reminded, it was a kind of a takeoff from uh, Parliament and George Clinton. Yeah, well, yeah, I think the audiences came out to see that band to see what was going to happen next. I know, and what my singer funk face was going to wear next <laughs> and how much of it he was going to wear that's right <laughs> old old kevin yeah um so uh is there any other acts that you're doing besides that i mean because not that that's not enough um i'm as far as acts i mean as far as things i do i teach at lenore university and unc charlotte university and these and I teach privately at the music center, and mm-hmm. um, and that's that's where I'm investing most of my myself here lately is is in education, and um, these other things I do performance and performing and stuff. That's that fulfills um, a very large part of me. However, um, I, I try to be a good example to my students too that performing is a necessary part. Right. Uh, of the the total package the you know using the the tools that you've been given and and we'll i hope to get into talking about that soon so well i uh i hope people who aren't familiar with rick klein which and hopefully there's not many in this area realize the quality of work that you do i mean it's it's not just uh somebody who's been uh playing the drums for a little bit and decided to go out and start trying to do outreach programs uh, i mean you're here because uh you're good at what you do I mean, and 
you're going to feel like all mushy and stuff. <laughs> I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Hug. Do you want to uh, hug? <laughs> feel all warm and fuzzy. Well, uh, you've brought some music today. And uh, why don't you give us an intro into what this music is, and we'll take a listen. Well, um, <clears throat> I guess before before I, I do that, I should tell you that this music is from an event that we Tony El Torre and I put on annually. It's called the Student Concerts, for lack of a better name. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, through the Hickory Music Factory. Now, the Hickory Music Factory has been an idea that's been um, – tossed around between Tony El Tora and myself uh, for several years, but it has recently been unveiled, I guess you could say, in, in the past uh, year or so. Uh, the Hickory Music Factory does all sorts of things, all uh, types of programs, outreach programs, lessons. The main uh, um, slogan is building futures through music. And we can tie that into everything that that the Hickory Music Factory does. This thing that you're about to hear is just one of many. The student concerts is a way for students to prepare a song from the beginning mm-hmm. with the end being a performance. And um, the performance happens to be with some professional musicians that we bring in from Charlotte. And... Uh, uh, it's just an incredible thing. Uh, I think we had about nearly 80 kids perform on it, students from all over the Hickory area. Um, Where do you put the performance on at? We did it this past year at the uh, main city cellar, and um, before that we've done it all over Hickory before uh, at the Lenore Rhine and then the Science Center and, and places like that. But uh, it's grown, and um, uh, it's it's just an incredible thing. And you hope we're going to hear from some students here shortly and let them give their perspective of, of that whole process. Oh, that'll be good. So, well, let's take a listen. We'll get back to your show in a moment. Just a reminder, you're listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Find out more at themesh.tv and give us feedback on what you like. And we're back. Uh, that was the 2012 Student Concert Series put on by the uh, Hickory Music Factory. And we have an extra person in now. It's Tony El Toro. Hello. How you doing, Tony? Good. How you doing? Good. And uh, Rick is still here with us. Say hello, Rick. Hello, Rick. 
All right. And now, uh, everybody heard me blowing smoke up Rick a minute ago, but it was true. I believe it. And I'm also glad that Tony's here because I know what a phenomenal guitar player he is. Um, there was a band that he was in that I, I'd heard about Tony, but had never really seen you play until I saw the Scott Jeffries band one time. Mm-hmm. And I uh, was blown away. Fantastic group. Top-notch musicians. Um, so I'm glad that you're a part of this program with, with Rick. That yeah. means to the people who are listening, what kind of quality musicians are putting this together? Oh, I'm, I'm supposed to answer right there? So. No, I just, want you, I just want you to feel good about yourself. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Thanks. Uh, you're welcome. Very nice. So um, why don't you guys tell us a little bit about the Hickory Music Factory, a little bit more detail when, uh, than what we got into a minute ago. Well, like Rick said, um, this has been an idea we've been putting together for years now. Um, a lot of the programs he started, a lot of the programs I started, we just kind of started weaving them together. And it was a, get, uh, a great way um, to, to get kids to start being connected with each other um, and to start building futures, you know, and, and giving them opportunities that they didn't have. Um, I'm not from Hickory. Um, Where are you I, from? I grew up in Richmond, Virginia. Um, but I've been down in the area for about 12 years, 13 years. And like Rick, I decided to stay here because it was kind of a lot of untapped talent and a lot of things that we both felt that we could make an impact here in this area. And uh, so a lot of things we, we, we do were, were a combination of ideas we've, we've been doing before. And the Hickory Music Factory basically organizes uh, the local and regional music community as a whole, whether it be students or whether it be artists like ourselves. Right. Um, you know, we like to think of it as kind of like the community theater for music. We put on shows also. Um, we bring in national artists to come put on concerts. Uh, we put on clinics. We just recently had this past week. Uh, Michael uh, Michelangelo Batillo. How was that? I, it was amazing. I had a family reunion I had to attend to. The Austin. It's, it's the first Sunday. Phenomenal. I mean, he's like you know the staple in the in the shredding world of guitars. Right. Right. And super nice guy. He hung out, uh, signed autographs, and it was a great clinic. I have a text from my other guitar player uh, who was there, uh, and uh, the only thing it said was, "I quit playing." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you kind of felt like. Uh, Wow, I haven't even touched, scratched the surface of playing guitar. You Was know? he really playing a two-handed guitar? The two oh nights? yeah, yeah, man. He's uh, ambidextrous, right? Because he can play yeah. left-handed, right-handed. Yeah, he was. It was just ridiculous. Oh, I don't I mean, like him. I don't like him anymore. <laughs> well, you know, even if it's not your style, right? You could appreciate, and he, and his, his main message was was just finish it. And it's kind of what me and Rick teach all the time: start something and finish it. Right. You know, uh, see, see it all the way through. So. Uh, but basically, the Hickory Music Factory is is a combination of all those things. Right. So, well, I hate that I missed that. I was jealous. Everybody got to go. But that's me. right. Well, we figured your answer would be well. There was the big golf game was on. Oh no, that's or, the other guitar player. That's why it was amazing that he was even there because he's a like amateur pro. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I wanted to go, but my my dad heads up the reunion, so I have to show my family support. Good excuse. It's true. <laughs> um, okay. Well. Um, what else are you guys working on for the uh, future of the Hickory Music Factory? Uh, right now, we're getting ready to uh, start up. Uh, we'll do our. This is our fifth season of the uh, the Rock Camp, mm-hmm. and we got started. Um, we got a grant from the Arts Council. Congratulations! Uh, a few years ago, it helped us start this, and it's been a huge success. Congratulations uh, for them. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, they're great. They help. Mm-hmm. We've started so many projects through them. Um, we can't say enough nice things about them and what they do, but uh, the camp basically uh, 
we, we have about uh, 60, or 30 kids that participate, and they get to form their own rock groups. Throughout the week, they learn all the essentials of how to rehearse, picking songs, writing songs, and at the end of the week, they get to put on a concert you know, for all their friends and family. So oh, that's cool. And Tony and I basically monitor their progress. And mm-hmm. We give them ideas when they need it, but uh, and we, we go around putting out fires, basically, but, but mainly the whole experience is the process from beginning to end. And uh, it's just an incredible uh, – uh, just watching the whole thing take, take shape. And it's just awesome watching these relationships fit, form. And, and uh, some of these groups stay together. That's what I want to ask you that. They, do, they, they, they stay, stay together. together and, and they have an opportunity to perform at Oktoberfest if they stay together and continue rehearsing. Oh, good. Um, and a lot of those bands are still together now mm-hmm. from years yeah. ago. Wow, they're in so. college and they're still putting. It's funny because I got a I got an email from one of the kids that was in the first one, and their band is still together. And he's uh, in Durham now, and he's putting together this little tour. And he is asking, he's asking me, which what should I ask these club owners now? Yeah. So it's kind of neat how you you, you pass it on and, and watch. Right, right. That's got to be a good feeling too. Well, it is, you know, and I, I think that's that's uh, it's the least that I could do for all that's been given to me. So just passing it on. Well. Uh, I hope that uh, people can appreciate the effort that you guys are putting into this because I taught guitar for seven years and you know putting the syllabus together, getting the structure down was not my calling whatsoever and I was not very organized. My all my students actually became very good friends of mine because that hour slot that was supposed to be allotted for them I wound up going to three hours um, mm. just because I would we talk and whatever and um, that was just. I realized it wasn't my calling. I we need to work I, on your business model. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, now as far as yeah, you're right. <laughs> but uh, but I do have an appreciation for what you guys are doing, and especially to the degree that you guys have taken it. Well, we appreciate that, and uh, I mean that's when you asked us to come on. We really wanted to talk about the kids um, because uh, we hear it all the time. People kind of appreciate what we, what we do. Uh, but it's really not about us. It's about kind of helping Hickory um, integrate uh, new talent into the area. Um, so, but that's right. great. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. Tony and I both have seen our students go on to to do a lot of big things. You know, uh, I have students who've gone on to get their their doctoral degrees and teach in major universities, and some of them are touring You're in old. Nashville. <laughs> <You're old. laughs> well, I think I've. <laughs> I think I hit the. the I think I've t- been teaching twenty three years now, so I've seen a lot of my students. Well, you knew that's do, old. That's I mean, you knew yeah, Moses. I'm, I, uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, just to see them going on to, and not they don't necessarily have to be professionals, but it's just you know fulfilling a big part of their life and their right. their development overall. So and it's nice to uh, <clears throat> keep some of the. Uh, I mean, it's good to be competitive. But it's it's also nice to be able to teach the positive message mm-hmm. to people and instill it into that their minds now, uh, because when I was growing up in this area, uh, the musicians were not united in any way, shape, or form, mm. uh, and it's really sad. Uh, as a matter of fact, the band that I used to play in twenty some years ago, we're actually getting back together. You can radio edit this out if you want to. I don't care. Um, we're getting back together to record. We're the only band that really talks to each other anymore, as far mm-hmm. as twenty years ago. And it's a shame because there's so many uh, musicians yeah. around, um, and I'm sure a lot of these these kids that are uh, 
under your umbrella will still have that positive feel. They know all this this big network. Mm-hmm. I think it's great. I think it's fantastic. Well, that's just it. We're they, we're creating a network um, through all these concerts and rock camps and clinics and things like that. I mean, uh, these kids are going to meet kids from the all over the county, all over the Hickory area. Well, let's take another listen to uh, the uh, student concert from 2012 and then uh, bring some more guests in to talk to us. had a little bit of a musical chair experience here. I have some of the students and a student gone teacher from the program. Do I call it the Music Factory program on this or do I call it the, stu- what do I call it from? It's the Hickory Music Factory. The Hickory Music Factory. Okay. I wasn't sure. There's so many programs here. It's kind of hard for me to keep up with everything. That's why we put it under one umbrella. Ah, so we don't all get wet. <laughs> Terrible. Okay. So here are some of the people that are here today. We have Catherine, who is 13. Hi. That was great, Catherine. Took great control of the mic on that one. <laughs> we have Elle, who is 11. Hi. Hi. <laughs> and we have Corey, who is 18. Yes. And former student, mm-hmm. turned teacher. Yep. So you're picking up the torch and moving forward. Yes. And uh, according to Tony, you do other work for the, the music factory as well. Hickory Music, Hickory music Factory. Yeah. Yeah, I do some graphic design for him, some poster designs, and whatever he really needs. So. And video? Yeah, and video, some video. What do you use to edit your video? Um, most of the time I'll use uh, Sony Vegas Pro. And Photoshop? And Photoshop, yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Elle, do you have Photoshop? No. <laughs> you should get Photoshop. Ask mom and dad for Photoshop. I'll ask them for you. Please get Elle Photoshop. Catherine, you can have uh, Sony Vegas. That way you can edit video. <laughs> so why don't Catherine and Elle tell me what you do for the program? We perform and we play with real bands. So what did you play? We, I played Beautiful Day by U2. What instrument did you play? The drums. The drums. Catherine? I played the drums and I played Vertigo by U2. And it was really cool because we got to play with the a real professional band. Excellent. How do you think that you did? Pretty good from the feedbacks that I got and stuff and I just just think it was just awesome to experience something like that. So how many people did you play in front of? A whole room full. <laughs> just a lot of people. And you rehearsed for like a week? Months. Months. Months, Months and months. Yes. And you was no. Were you guys friends beforehand? No, no. But you're friends now. Yes. Yeah. And that's because of the program. Correct. <laughs> Excellent. What's your favorite movie? Uh, you're not old enough to see many, so there's only a few to choose from. <laughs> uh, 
have a lot of favorite movies, so I don't know if I can't pick from one. How about you? Same for me. I have a lot of favorite. What about bands? Usually you have one oh. big favorite. Who's yours, L? Toby Mac. Really? Toby Mac, same for me. What about you, Corey? I have, I mean, I listen to a lot of people, so I don't really have like a specific favorite that I always go to listen to. If I went into your car and looked, and if you, uh, what kind of music player do you have? Do you have an MP3 player or, you, or is it CD? I don't even have an iPod. Yeah. So I just. And you call yourself a music fan? <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I play more music than listen. <laughs> oh, hey, well, that put me in my place. That's good. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, have you recorded any? Uh, yeah, I record some. I mean, do I have my own little home recording studio, just basic stuff. Oh, really? What do you yeah. use? Um, well, I mean, I use um, Apple's GarageBand. Mm-hmm. I'm going to probably get um, Pro Tools or Logic sometime. But, Logic I mean, cool. GarageBand's great for what it is. I mean, it's so. I've had a lot of interesting talks about uh, the difference between Pro Tools and Logic. Uh, Logic is more for songwriters. Mm-hmm. And uh, just a, it's good software. Yeah, it is. Expensive, but it's good. Yeah. Uh, now, what, what do you play? I play guitar. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Uh, so when, did, when you participated in this program, what were some of the songs that you did? Um, when I did one of the student concerts, I did Crazy Train. Mm-hmm. And I think I did the first, first rock year. camp. Yeah, first year rock camp. And did you say you have a band now, too? No, I do, I do my, mainly like solo stuff, just like singer-songwriter. So. Well, as a guitar player, who's one of your influences? You're going to say Randy Rose, right? Well, yeah, like, yeah, definitely. And um, Ozzy Osbourne's guitar player, for those who don't know who that is. First guitar player. Yeah, I used to listen to a lot of Dream Theater, so John Petrucci. Um, oh, wow. Um, I like John Mayer, his style. Stevie Ray Vaughan, just basically all the, the legends, I guess. Right. <laughs> so uh, when you guys are not involved in the uh the hickory music factory hickory music factory uh what are you doing practice a lot and just play around with different songs and just try to learn oh good get better at it so what do you want to be when you grow up i want to be a well my sisters well my one of my sisters anna she plays the guitar and we were thinking about having a band when we grow up and doing the dookie who chicks oh that's cool well, I want to play drums like my whole life, but I just want to be, I want to be like my dream is to be a veterinarian, but I so love the can, drums too, so I'm not kind of. Well, you could take your drumsticks to work and, uh, you know, if there's, the animals are bad. <laughs> no, uh-oh. no, they don't deserve that kind of attention. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good answer. So what else would you guys like to talk about? P3 and drums <laughs> well tell me a little bit about p3 p3 it's a program where you get to learn all different ty- types of instruments and go different places on tours and go perform at different schools and have concerts and perform in front of a lot of people so when you get to play different instruments that means that you're pulled out of your elements you're used to to learn something completely new Yes, sort of. So what have you been exposed to? I've played the triangle, the marimba, the bass drum, the timpani, and the blocks, and the snare drum. Wow. So in other words, you play a lot more instruments than I do. <laughs> well, we have different songs that we play, it. Just go ahead and say it. I play more instruments than you. 
just put me in my place. Go ahead, do it. Say it. You have you play more instruments than me. No, <laughs> you play more instruments than me. I play more instruments than you. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> what are you nervous? Are you nervous? Don't yes. be nervous. Take a good look at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Catherine. So, are you playing other instruments as well? I used to when I was in public school. I used to be, and when I was in sixth grade, I played in band. I was, I played the snare, the I think it's the mar, the really big xylophone, the marimba, I think, mm-hmm. and the bass, and and I think that's about it. But if I would have stayed in public school, I probably would have played a lot more. But I don't. Hopefully, maybe one year I'll be in P3 where I'll get to do more percussion instruments. Excellent. Well, Corey, let's turn to you for a second. Okay. Let's talk about your transition going from student to teacher. I've been. I'm still taking from Tony's. And um, I've been taking Tony's. From him. There's two Tony's. No, yeah, taking from both Tony's. Good. <laughs> I heard he was schizophrenic. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been taking from Tony since I can't remember how long. Is it like forever? You came out of the wound. Playing yeah, guitar. yeah, I came out of the wound playing guitar and just moved on from then. To, so, and now recently I've been starting um, teaching, interning, and um, I'm really liking it. I'm learning a lot from it and. I think it's fun, and I'd like to do it as like a career. And oh, good for you! Yeah. Well, that's a great example of how uh, the Hickory Music Factory has brought everything around full circle. I have a funny story that has happened since I've been in P3, and it is about like at school. I like I tap on everything because it's just the way it happens. Because that's what fidgety drummers do. Yes. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> And at school, I would tap on my desk for, and I wouldn't even realize it. And I would tap on my be- desk and beat and do and tap beats that I've learned from the lessons in P3. And my teacher would say, and she, they, he would have to like call me like three times before I would get to realize that I'm actually playing out loud. And it's it was really funny because then. I told my teacher this morning that I was going to be in an interview, and he said, good, tell them that I have to keep telling you that you have to stop playing. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell them we got the message. <laughs> yeah. I will. <laughs> you want to tap something now? Tap on the surface of the table. It'll, the mics will pick it up, won't they? Okay. Uh, okay. Excellent. <laughs> Go Tapper. <laughs> you want to take a turn? You're just sitting over there. Well, I was just going to talk about my performance. Well, what it is is I did my I get, did um, as good as I did because when I'm nervous, I feel like I'm going to freeze. So I got like I didn't freeze. I did better than. I had and I got up there and I was just taking deep breaths and I just toned all my nervousness into my playing and I just started playing and I toned it in and I was just concentrating and and it really helped me to tone it into my playing and it helped me progress and get better at it and it was actually better than I had. Oh good for you. I used to get terrible stage fright before going on really bad I mean like upset stomach 
trembling. And uh, even to this day, I have stage fright for the first two minutes of going on stage. First two minutes. And uh, it, it never changes, it never goes away. But the funny thing is, is it's, it, 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 everything always works out. Always works. I'm sure that uh, Tony and Rick will tell you the same thing. It doesn't matter if it's 100 people or 10,000. I'm glad you were able to get through your stage fright. It sounds like you had a, a better time than I did. I had to uh, go to therapy and meet a doctor, and they had to paint me. They painted me different colors, and I would point to the colors you know, whenever I would try to feel better. Does that make any sense? Because I really no. just made that up. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for coming in today. Thanks that for was, having us. No, thank you for being here. You're that welcome. Was, that was Corey, yeah. L, Catherine, Tony in the background, hey, hey. Rick in the background, and uh, we will see you real soon. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.